Hello and welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills so that you can connect with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. Hello and welcome. Today's episode is called COVID, Death, and New Life. Death is negative, but death is also inevitable. It's going to happen. Death is part of the cycle of life. Now, if we think about death in terms of COVID, well, COVID has changed the world. A lot of what was normal has changed. What was normal has died, and now there's a new normal. First, we have to acknowledge that our pain is real. It's been a scary, uncertain, and traumatizing few years for the whole world. Now, second, I think we have to acknowledge that this pandemic has been extra hard for those who have lost their family and friends, and for those who have lost jobs or face serious work difficulties and trauma. There's also the poor or those who could not get vaccines quickly. Or you think about single mothers trying to work and take care of their kids during a pandemic. Or overworked nurses who are stressed out and overworked and vulnerable to contracting the virus. Just think about all the young children who couldn't play with their friends. It's been stressful for those families and nobody knows how it will affect the growth and development of kids who have been remaining isolated for several weeks or several months, depending on their situation. So we must acknowledge the pain, suffering, and loss, the death that has happened with this pandemic. It's been a painful death, and it's experienced in different ways, not equally, but in different ways by everyone around the world. And at the same time, we all share some common experience. So having acknowledged these painful experiences and the diverse, unequal experiences around the world, we also can appreciate the good things that have resulted from the pandemic and also move forward into the new normal in good ways. Before the pandemic, 
We could travel anywhere and not worry about spreading the virus or getting the virus. School, work, social activities, they were all free and relaxed. School was usually in person. Work was usually in person. And international business meetings and political meetings were usually in person. It was great for connection. We could stay busy doing, doing, doing. Going, going, going. Traveling everywhere. During the pandemic, we lost that connection. Oh, it was tough. It was painful. What a shock, right? But then we figured out how to connect more and more easily through technology, through online video like Zoom and many other meeting technology. We figured out that we didn't always need to commute for an hour or more <laughs> in crowded trains to get to work. We realized we didn't need to fly or drive or use fossil fuels in order to talk with people across the city, across the country, or across the whole entire world. We realized we could do more work during our commute time or sleep more instead. <laughs> we could reduce our stress and enjoy staying local in our house and walk in our local neighborhoods and parks. I remember seeing in the news that cities in China and India, the pollution that was so heavy there, the air pollution had all disappeared and the skies were blue. And I remember hearing about the news in Venice, how the canals that used to be polluted were now clear because of the pandemic. So in many ways, we saved time, energy, and the planet. Sure, face-to-face -face connection and completely open travel was a loss, a death. But what about what we have gained. We've realized new possibilities. Nothing will ever be the same. How lucky are we? How lucky are we to be able to connect instantly across the world with anyone? We can join online events, whether social, or for work that allow us to enter groups and spaces and relationships that we would never be able to enter without the pandemic, without online video technology. The pandemic has also forced many of us to slow down. Keeping distance from people by staying home more has forced us to take time 
to sit, be still, be quiet, and reflect. We've had extra time to think about what really matters in life. Health, relationships, rest, and the small things in life. Small things like simple pleasures that we can enjoy locally or in our homes. The simple beauty of fresh coffee. Cooking slowly as we listen to music or reading the books that were getting dusty on our bookshelves. Caring for our little plants on our balconies. Spending time with family members who we used to have less time to connect with because, well, we were so busy doing things, going places every day. Oh, and what about all the ways we've redecorated our homes so that we enjoy being in the space? We've created office spaces and play spaces and beautiful spaces in our homes. In a world of so much diversity and difference, nearly everyone in the world has been forced to face the same COVID threat. Some were more vulnerable than others, but still it was a chance for the whole world to contemplate a shared struggle, which usually doesn't happen. This partly increased the speed of global vaccine collaboration, but it also sped up the quality of technology and widespread use of technology so that we can easily connect with people and ideas. And this connection with diverse people and diverse ideas allows more and more people to have increasingly equal access to the same things. Now, the world is not equal. Not by a long shot. That's not what I'm saying. But it pushed us a step in the right direction. It moved the needle a little bit. So the world has suffered. We mourn the loss. And we especially grieve for those who have lost their lives and suffered the most due to poverty and various types of inequality. But since we have no choice but to deal with what has happened, let's also acknowledge the good that has come out of the pandemic. From death and suffering, we can also see new sprouting from the ashes. Imagine the world 100 years ago. How disconnected it was, 
how difficult communication was. 1922. <laughs> and then look 50 years ago. Even in the last 50 years, the last 30 years, 20 years, the internet has revolutionized the way normal people can collaborate, communicate, receive information, and express their voice in the world. To participate as informed individuals, participating in creating something in this world. So today, let's look to the future and appreciate how fortunate we are to be alive, especially at this time of privilege and health and information. Let's appreciate how connected we can be with people all over the world. Let's enjoy the fact that we can explore a whole world of ideas, all from our home. We have so much to be thankful for. My question for you is, what has been the biggest gift for you in this pandemic? How has this pandemic changed you? And how will it impact the way you move forward into the future? Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in using English to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills, I want to invite you to come check out our classes right here in Yokohama, Motomachi, Japan, or online from anywhere in the world. So if that interests you, you can just click the link in the show notes or you can just visit us at bridgebeyondenglish.com Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, David Nagai. We'll see you next time.